Welcome to today's version of The Good Report. We have Natalie, Nathan, and Charity here with us today. And we are going to be discussing heroes who show love and compassion. It's the right month, and we've had many experiences over the last little while that have really brought this to the forefront. First, just talking about this past week in the devastating shooting in the school in Florida, Marjorie Stoneman Douglas High School. Most people know the story of Aaron Feiss, the football coach who stood in front of students and took the shots to protect them. The amazing thing is that there was an interview from one of the students, he was an assistant coach, and he talked about how the day before, he had just been talking to Coach Feiss, and Coach Feiss was asking him about his life, about his plans. He was an everyday hero. He was a man who loved those he worked with, and yet when the moment came, he was willing to take a bullet for someone whom he loved, and he showed it by giving his life. And we don't all have to do that, but talk about love and compassion. Speaking about everyday heroes, on a little bit of a lighter note, when my oldest two kids were really young, my daughter Catherine was probably about two years old. My son William was probably six months old. My wife was vacuuming and both kids were scared to death. William, who couldn't walk yet, could barely scoot across the floor, started trying to wiggle away from the vacuum cleaner until he saw that his older sister was just scared to the point of tears. And as soon as he saw that, he flipped himself around and charged back at the vacuum cleaner, screaming at the top of his six-month-old lungs to prevent the vacuum from getting his sister. I mean, obviously, that had no idea of what exactly was going to happen, but in fear of his own life, threw himself in the way of his perceived danger. I love that story because it really illustrates that heroic compassion can come at any time. It doesn't matter who you are or what the perceived danger is. The fact that you're willing to throw yourself in the way of it is what's important. With the recent hurricane in Texas, we have a mutual friend, Amber, who lived right in the thick of where the storm was at its heaviest. And they experienced flooding, their homes were destroyed, and the neighborhoods were destroyed. And so Amber, with her family and those around her, joined in this service opportunity and made tremendous differences and were very much heroes in their own little spheres. I know Amber donated her own mattress off of her own bed and gave it to a nearby shelter so that people could sleep somewhere besides the floor. And then they made soup and they took it to the rivers where the police officers and the other emergency officials were pulling people out of the water and they, they were cold themselves and they provided them hot soup. And they, they did all these things trying to serve those around them and they said instead of it being this devastating experience, it was actually a very hopeful experience because the community came together and served those around them and their experience was not unique. This was common with all of their neighbors. They were all reaching out and doing acts of service in this way. And I think what amazing heroes these were in this time of need. I just love how that powerful service wasn't just confined to her and her family, but how that example built on itself and kind of snowballed and turned into this whole community really being willing to be heroic and being compassionate and trying together to create a better place, even while they themselves were suffering. There's just something about serving instead of dwelling in your sorrow that makes people into heroes. 
I love that. And the other thing is that they would muck out houses. They pulled out the mold that had so quickly grown and they were able to save the second stories of many houses because they were able to immediately work on the first story, pulling out the drywall, etc. You know, I think it's really impressive how often there are opportunities for us to do things that to us are just the kinds of things we think of as being, I'm just being a good person or anyone would do the same thing for me, but to the people who are receiving the service, it's a truly heroic act. You're absolutely right. There's another story I just heard of a police officer who was off duty. He was sleeping because he had been working all night and his neighbor who lived four houses down was watching her two-week-old grandbaby. And, and the grandbaby started to choke that and the grandmother couldn't help the baby. She ran down the street, woke up this police officer. He came running down the street in bare feet and pajamas and was able to save this two-week-old baby. And I'm sure as a police officer, he, he does this kind of thing all the time where he saves people and that's what he does. And, but to that family, that was truly heroic and it was truly heroic for them. Just beautiful. Just absolutely beautiful. So being a hero and showing love and compassion as a hero also makes me think of Joan of Arc. And it makes me think about how when she won the battles, especially the Battle of Orleans, while the men were parading and dancing and partying in the street, they were so excited and they were no longer going to be under this horrific rule where they were starving to death. She was in the chapel crying and praying for those who had died. She held many of those who died when they were on the battlefield. And she loved each side because she had such a compassionate heart. That means the world to me because she knew what she needed to do, what she was called of God to do, what she felt called of God to do. And yet her compassion was that she would hold her enemy her compassion was that she would be in her chapel afterwards praying for the souls who had died on both sides of the battle. Her compassion was that when good generals on the enemy side, one of them fell into a river and drowned because his armor was too heavy, she cried. She loved. Her heart was so full of love. That's part of being a hero to me. You know, I think one of the interesting themes that runs through all of these stories is even in horrible situations, there is that opportunity to show love, right? Life isn't always the most pleasant place, but we can find good things no matter what's going on around us. Things to, to lift ourselves up and allow us to not get pulled down and lost in the middle of all the negativity. You're absolutely right. I have another story. This is actually... I hate to admit it, it's from the book, The Chicken Soup for the Soul, <laughs> which that's a great book. It's a little bit cheesy, but they're great stories. And so in this story, there's a husband and a wife that they had gone through the normal struggles of life together. They had overcome obstacles. They'd gone through medical school together. She was from out of the country. They'd faced a deportation together. They'd gone through a number of trials. And then at one point, she loved riding horses and she was in an accident which left her in a coma for a number of weeks. And when she awoke, she no longer had memory. And she no longer had physical abilities to move, to feed herself, to do anything. And her husband, whose name was Tony, cared for her and fed her and did all these basic things for her while still 
going to work as a doctor, coming home, taking care of their kids, kind of running himself ragged. She went to physical therapy, she went to rehabilitation, and came back a little bit improved, but still no memory. No memory of the life they had created together, no memory of these things. And so it was his self-appointed task to care for her. He would help feed her, he would help do therapy with her, he would care for the family, he would help do all these things, meet her needs. But she was kind of listless, kind of despondent, and she was not thriving. And so the moment where he was called a hero in this story by his sister, um, who, who's telling this story, is when it was a Saturday, there was the Saturday afternoon chaos of cleaning and chores and responsibilities. He paused in the middle of it and he turned on some loud, upbeat music. Some fun, crazy music and he started dancing. The kids joined in and he looked over at his wife, whose name is Sheila. He saw her and she had tears streaming down her face and it was like it, the music had sparked a memory and she finally had some recognition of her life before. He went to her and picked her up out of her wheelchair very gently and placed her feet on his own and then they continued to dance in a silly manner through the house and for the first time in months she laughed and she wept and their family started to heal in that moment. From then on they continued to heal and they continued to improve. Now it's been 10 years since then. She's regained full mobility and she still walks with a cane but she is able to do all the things that she can do or could do before and their family is happy but the sister who tells the story pinpoints it to this one moment of him being a hero in his family's life and bringing joy back to his wife again when she had lost everything. I love that even after he had to have been so incredibly exhausted working his own full-time job taking care of the family and taking care of her he still had the presence of mind and the emotional sensitivity to do something that might have been seen from the outside as more than a little bit silly, but that was obviously so powerful and meaningful to her. So often when we get that tired emotionally and physically, we lose opportunities. And that's where the real heroism comes in, that he was able to still be there in the moment and conscious and aware. Such a beautiful example. It makes me think and reflect, why is compassion and love so important? Why is it a principle? I don't know the full answer to that. I think it's the opposite of everything ugly in humanity, don't you think? It's the opposite of pride, it's the opposite of anger and hatred, and I think it defines the good in humanity, is, are those two things. I think you've really hit the nail on the head there, Natalie. I think a lot of times when we are taking the opportunity to be charitable, to be of service, and really to unleash the heroicness in our own personal human nature, it opens ourselves up to a joyous experience, even when the situation is tragic or non-tragic opportunities. Service opens something powerful and beautiful in our own humanness. Compassion and love, absolutely, I agree. It defines the good. And it makes me think about the fact that we were placed here with each other, not to be alone. No man is an island entire to himself, but we're to work together in compassion and love. It makes it a lot easier and we have a more successful country and life because of that, don't you think? Well, and joyful. I mean, it's always funner to do something 
together in a group and it's always more fun and fun is the wrong word it's always more meaningful it's always more significant to bear each other's burdens and to help carry each other in our sorrows and to have joy in the joyous times too I don't think compassion is only limited to sad and desperate situations I think it's legitimate in every situation agreed I was just thinking about the Holocaust how often people served each other or even Abraham and Lot in the Old Testament story. It remind me how there's compassion in that story. <laughs> so I don't remember that story well enough. So Abraham gave Lot the option of where to water his flocks and what part of the land he wanted because they had grown too large, the two families. Lot was Abraham's nephew. And Lot turned and he saw the plain that was going into Sodom and that it was well watered and his flocks would have plenty of food. And he said, I choose this one. And Abraham said, that's fine. And Lot turned his tent, we'll say, his family towards Sodom. And eventually they moved into the city of Sodom and he was captured Lot and his family were captured in a battle with the kings. That's right. And Abraham went in. He armed all of his servants that could be armed and who were trained and went and got Lot. And it was out of compassion for his nephew. I'm sure that he didn't need that extra work. Mm -hmm. Or I thought even if he lost some of his servants in that battle, but he did it out of compassion and love for this nephew of his. That's right. That's <laughs> right. Well, and Abraham was a definite hero to Lot to save him from captivity and from the situation he was in. So the stories are all over. And the other one I'm thinking is in American history, Nathan Hale, who might be a name you recognize. He was one of the American spies for George Washington. He was a young man. He was well-educated and he knew what it it meant to be a spy. It meant if you were caught, you were hung very quickly. And he said, I'm willing to do it anyway. He posed as a school teacher looking for work. He was caught. Was he hung? He was hung very quickly. George Washington sent a letter saying, please release him. We'll release prisoners. And they said, no, we're using him as an example. We don't care because they found the maps on him mm. that caught against him and the thing that Nathan Hale said and to me is such heroic words his last words were I only regret that I have but one life to give for my country totally no man hath greater love than to give his life for his friend right I mean he gave his life for a whole country wow those are amazing words aren't they they really are he was devoted he was truly devoted and he loved Right? Mm -hmm. I just, would I have that courage? Would you have that courage? I don't know. I don't know. I mean, even thinking of, for example, Martin Luther King and all the amazing things that he did and how I think he must have been motivated by love and compassion because he purposely chose to not embrace violence and he purposely chose to not embrace hate and he wanted to change the world, but he wanted to do it through peaceful means. I think anybody, well, that's not true. I was going to say anybody who's made a difference in this world has done it through love, and that's absolutely not true. <laughs> <laughs> but I those, wish it were. <laughs> but those who have done it with love, what a profound difference it has made. And the repercussions of 
their changes in society are much different than those that are done through brutality or through force or for any other way, don't you think? Yes. Yes. And the beautiful thing right there is, what about you? Do you want to make change through brutality and force or through love and compassion? Do you want to be a true hero 